a variety of reasons folks hesitate to speak with professional advisors about their financial situation. Today, we're going to dive into some of the common concerns, misconceptions, and myths preventing folks from creating that lifetime plan with a retirement coach. All that and more coming up on Sound Path Through Retirement. Welcome in to Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben Koval and Matt Leibarker. Welcome to the show. This is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Here to help you take charge of your money, Ben Colwell, Matt Lieberger, with us each week at this time on Sunday morning. Thank you for joining us on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. A little bit about Ben and Matt, over 10 years experience. They're fiduciaries, which means by law has to have the best interest of their clients. A very important distinction when you are looking for a financial advisor and all the things we talk about on the show each week are things we know that you as retirees or pre-retirees need to know about. Retirement income strategies, wealth accumulation, asset protection, tax minimization strategies, and so much more. Oh, our time is up. We have <laughs> only kidding. Uh, ben and Matt, how are you guys doing today? Good, Gary. Doing good. All right, let's dive into the show here. I love the show notes. Uh, whoever wrote the show notes here in little fine print that says, please join me in celebrating National Procrastination Week, March 6th to the 12th. At first I said, well, are these old show notes or something? Then I go, oh, <laughs> It's procrastination. I got it. I got it. <laughs> anyway, so it's uh, not uncommon for folks to put off some more important conversations in life, whether creating a legacy plan, scheduling the annual physical, or assembling uh, their plan for retirement. Folks tend to put off some of these things, but by doing so, by not doing so, you can get some peace of mind when it is handled by professionals. Now, we're going to address some of the reasons folks have, uh, have and help you dispel some of these all too common concerns. So, I'm sure you guys get this all the time when folks come in to see you or a little timid about seeing you. So let's kick it off. What do you guys have for me? Yeah. So the first one that we typically get for reasons not to come in is I don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's a common one. And that's a very natural one. I mean, the, the big issue is that whether you had a set up retirement plan or not, you started somewhere, you know, when you were twenties or thirties and it might've been intentional, you might have said, I'm going to wake up every day at four in the morning and read the market tea leaves, decide how I'm going to invest and you know, wish for the best. Or it could have been my company's offering a 401k. I'm just going to do as much as I possibly can and then put it in a target date fund. So you started at some point during that process for accumulation. And so the way you start when you start looking at how you go through retirement is the same process. You, you just jump into that new phase of, of retirement planning. And it usually does involve a retirement planner of some kind. Some of the best vehicles and structures are done through um, you know, specialized products or vehicles or investments. And it usually helps to have somebody who has uh, the wide breadth of the market to be able to help structure whatever that plan is. So the part that you start at is finding something that makes sense to you, finding a conversation that you feel comfortable with, and then talking with that professional. Talk with that advisor, see what they've got to offer. Yeah, another one that comes up uh, a lot, very similar, and that's just the idea of it's too overwhelming, right? It's just the thought of of planning everything out and even sitting down. And and this is very common. If you're listening right now and you feel overwhelmed thinking about retirement, but you know you need to, it's a very common feeling. Um, let's face it, retirement is scary because you've never done it before. And once you start putting the puzzle pieces together, sometimes people start to realize, wow, I've got three IRAs floating around. I've got a Roth. I think once I got married, my significant other has their own Roth and two more IRAs. We've got two 401ks. I think we bought uh, an annuity somewhere along the way. No idea what the investments are in any of these. Yeah, no, no, have no idea what's in there. And there's, they're saying, well, gosh, I'm going to have to 
I don't even know where all this stuff is. Like, yeah. what was that company that we got that that IRA from 30 years ago, right? right? So, you know, sometimes it's overwhelming. And you sit down, and if you don't follow finance all the time, sometimes you sit down with someone and the terminology is just academic. And it's over your head. And you're thinking, do I got to take notes? Am I in college for this? I'm going to have to Google every word that that advisor said just to know. And so one thing we say is, is for the first meeting, because Ben's right, where do you start? Start with sitting down with the financial advisor. And if you're overwhelmed, sit down with one that it's not a college professor. Sit down with someone who has the knowledge, but but just gives you straight talk and kind of holds your hand throughout that first meeting and can start to get you down that road. And that can make it feel much less overwhelming. Well, it also helps too, is if you take a look at how a financial plan should be developed for retirement, there's five key areas that you need to go through. Mm -hmm. And so that can help kind of navigate through the overwhelming elements of it. So you've got first income planning. So what income do you need? That can dictate what your retirement date looks like or how mm -hmm. much you need to save. Second would be tax planning. How do we now minimize taxes now that we know what the income is? Third would be insurance planning. What about long-term care, life insurance, umbrella policies, all of those? Fourth would be an estate plan. How do we structure how your money is going to go now to your beneficiaries? And how do we include the taxation strategy in that? And then fifth is investment planning. So when you go through those five areas in that order, it's not as overwhelming. It, yeah. it's, it's not too big because you're doing a bite, bite at a time. Yep. And they're all building blocks to get to an, an overall financial plan. Yeah. You know, guys, it's one, you know, you know how you get those apps that, you know, uh, can uh, translate different languages. You know, if you're finance, if you need an app for your financial advisor to translate what he said to you, <laughs> and that's, that's not good. And, and you're not going to get that from Ben and Matt. You're going to get plain speak and they're going to explain things to you and take the time for you. That's what they'll do. I want to jump in and remind everybody the show is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With me, Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger with us each week at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. I want to get you the phone number now because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. Nothing changes until you pick up the phone and call the folks at Sound Path Retirement Strategies, 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. We're going through some ways people procrastinate or reasons for not seeing a financial advisor. Um, here's one. Financial planners only work with very wealthy people. Not true, right, guys? Yeah, and that's a common one, too. You're thinking that you don't have enough to warrant the time of a financial advisor or whatever the case is. A lot of us, I, I know I can speak, I guess I shouldn't speak for the entire industry. I can speak for myself. I, I do this partially because I do enjoy helping people during this difficult and scary time of life. So even if you don't think you have enough assets to warrant the time of an advisor, I always say just sign up for a free consultation. The worst thing that's going to happen is the advisor says, well, these are things that you can do to help, but there's nothing I can do to help you. Yeah. And they're not going to make you feel you know, bad about it. They're, they're, they're going to give you the advice that will help you for your specific situation. So no, and, and very wealthy is also a very subjective term. Yeah, it is. Uh, we have some clients that come to me and they're fine with $4,000 a month in income in mm -hmm. retirement. I've got other clients that come to me and 20,000 a month is not enough. Not enough. There. Yeah. <laughs> and they're angry about that going, I need a lot more than 20,000 a month. So, uh, and it, which is funny, this is actually one of the biggest questions that most common questions Matt and I get is how am I doing? Yeah. You know, how, how, how much do I need to, mm -hmm. well, well, how much do you want to do? Yeah. <laughs> it's all very, very unique. So don't view your asset balance as a, uh, as a gateway to talk to a financial professional. 
Yeah. You know, a, another one that I've, I've heard from people after we've sat down and they look and go, okay, you know, we're a little nervous because this just didn't sound like fun. You know, my spouse made us take this appointment, right? I didn't want to do it. I, I, it doesn't sound like fun sitting down talking about this. I could do much better things with my free time. <laughs> and I just look and go, yeah, I could do better things with my free time too. But, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but let's, this is what I do for a living. Let's sit down. And uh, well, one thing that I've, I've, believe my clients have have really come to is the idea of once they get through the process and there's an actual plan in place oh my goodness i've watched like the weight come off their shoulders at times thinking so i i I don't have to worry about this anymore yeah no you don't there's a plan in place stick to the plan and you know and we're going to get together and we're going to keep going through this throughout the rest of our lives but you've got a plan in place if you're retired go have fun now yeah. Go fishing. You don't have to think about this again. We'll we'll meet in Q4 and review this, right? It's not irresponsible to spend money if you know how you're going to spend that money through retirement. Exactly. Well, and, and that's the key. People thought, man, we went on a vacation last year and I felt guilty. Now I realize based on my income for my retirement distribution, I can actually spend that much every month and not run out of money, right? Right. Yeah. Well, and you also don't want to have scenarios where you have like last year, a horrible, horrible year for the market. Mm-hmm. And so I saw a lot of clients that didn't have a written down structured plan going, okay, well, I guess we can't do any travel. Yeah, we got to let things kind of recover and settle down. No, that, that's not how a retirement plan should be structured. Retirement plan should be structured to be able to assume and weather a storm like last year, and not impact directly what your income or available income is going to look like. You don't want to eat steaks one year, top ramen the next year. Yeah, that's that's never a good scenario. Yeah. Right. And this all really comes down to a risk assessment, being able to determine, well, where are your where are your key holes? Where is your exposures? So during the show, we open up 10 slots for our callers to call in, get a completely complimentary meeting with Matt or myself, either in person or remote where we'll be able to sit down and do a really structured risk assessment for you. Shows the stress your portfolio could be under if you know unpredictable events happen, such as continuing rising inflation, market crashes, interest rate spikes, those types of things. Now, these types of plans are best served for clients that have roughly a million dollars. And I say that mostly because of the, the structure of where we need to create the income ladders. But anybody who's got you know, any money that they're looking at retirement and need some help, need some advice, shoot us a call. We'll be glad to sit down with you. We will not make you feel like, uh, you know, you don't have enough. You will not be getting a lecture. You'll just be getting what best advice that we can come up with for you. Uh, And then if appropriate, we'll start looking at how we can create a more comprehensive structured plan for you. Great advice. The number is 877-249-6900. That's where it starts for a more confident plan for retirement. Get on the phone with the folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies. They're waiting for your call. You get some peace of mind, stress-free, your chance to benefit from a personalized retirement plan. Call right now. We still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar this week. And remember, the consultation is offered at no cost or no obligation. You've got nothing to lose. Get on the calendar. Punch those numbers in right now. 877-6900. 877-249-6900. I want to go back to the fun aspect. Ben and Matt are fun guys, okay? They're fun guys. You come in the office, you might have a little fun. You might be surprised. Um, they're not going to do a comedy routine, but, but you're we fun guys, chocolate. right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, fun guy, isn't that just the plural of fungus? Is that what? Is Something that like that, yeah, but I'll, I'll leave that to you guys. All right, what's coming up next? All right, well, if you're planning to retire in 2030, 
There are several key strategies you can consider to enhance your financial readiness. Let's break it all down when we come back. Welcome back to the show. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Back with us to help you take charge of your money. Fun guys, Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger. <laughs> You're with us each week at Cairo, 97.3 Cairo News Radio. The show is Sound Path Through Retirement, like I just mentioned. A little bit about Ben and Matt, over 10 years experience, and they are fiduciaries by law, have to have the best interest of their clients. And that, that really is, we joke around on the show, but something like that is really a very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor sets them apart from all the uh, product peddlers out there believe me and all the things we talk about on the show each week are the things you want to know about because you're retiring or maybe you're in that retirement red zone maybe you're retiring already you know retirement income strategies wealth accumulation asset protection long-term care strategies and so much more all right so let's bring in ben and matt again so here it is. You're looking down the road. The train is rolling down the tracks, they say, and you can plan to retire in 2030, which sounds really far off, but it's not that far. And we have some uh, key strategies to help you consider when you're heading down that road. So uh, why don't we take the first one, guys, and talk to our listeners about this. Take advantage of catch-up contributions. Yeah, catch-up contributions are very, uh, very important and a great tool to help uh, lead into retirement. And yeah, Gary, you mentioned 2030 can sound like a long way off, but one of the best lead-ins retirement that I've experienced are people that come and see me five to 10 years out from retirement, and they're already thinking about it, and they're getting a game plan for it. And, and, and we love having those meetings. So by the way, if you're listening and you're not retired yet, but you're close, come see us. But yeah, let's let's talk about catch-up contributions. This allows individuals who are 50 years or older uh, to contribute additional funds to the retirement accounts beyond the standard limits. So by maximizing these catch-up contributions to your 401k or your individual retirement accounts like your IRAs, you can boost your retirement savings in the years leading up to your retirement date. So for example, uh, 401ks, 403bs, most 457s, what, what, whatever your retirement plan is at work, generally the limit is 22500 for any worker younger than 50. But if you're 50 or above, you can increase that to 30000 a year. Uh, when it comes to individual retirement accounts, IRAs, both traditional and Roth, the average person gets to contribute 6500 a year. Uh, your catch-up is an extra thousand dollars. So if you're over, if you're 50 or older, you can contribute 7,500. And so, granted, these limits may be out of reach for for many workers. And if they are, again, don't feel bad, don't stress. There's no shame in that. But I would just say, if you have room in your budget, consider taking advantage of catch-up contributions to save a little bit of extra for retirement. Yeah, a couple of extra points there being the Roth IRA. You might have an income limit. You might be making too much money to contribute to a Roth. Uh, and also you might be paying too much tax in it. So make sure you're talking to your your advisor on that scenario. And even the 401k, a lot of companies now offer Roth 401ks. Mm -hmm. And the legislation passed the end of last year allows your company to actually match into your Roth when before they'd only be able to match into your traditional, into your 401k. So that might be something to take advantage of if you're going to have what is a tax disadvantaged retirement. Mm -hmm. Then let's create some advantages through the Roth and the available sources that we have. Another way that you can help structure some funds for the future here is in HSA and health savings accounts. A lot of times I find clients kind of leave this aside and I, I get it. it. It's not fun. 
<laughs> you're, you're putting money aside for inevitable health problems. Yeah. And so it doesn't feel great to be putting money over for that purpose. But HSAs have really three great um, advantages to them in terms of taxes. First being is that all the contributions are tax deductible. Second, all of the earnings will grow tax-free and the withdrawals are tax-free when used for qualified medical purposes. So you can put money in, have it grow, and then pay for whatever medical concerns that you'll have as you get older, and that will cover some of the, uh, essentially all taxation of those vehicles will be gone. So Roth for medical is the way you can look at it. So make sure that you have that. You can invest it in any number of things. So HSAs don't necessarily have a set number of investment options. So that's usually a pretty smart move to make sure that you have some funds in there to be able to mitigate those inevitable costs. Just make sure you know how to do it and uh, and what amount you need to put in. You know, guys, Absolutely. I want to mention this here. You know, uh, qualified medical expenses. I tried this uh Buy a bottle of vodka for medicinal purposes. It didn't go through. Yeah, no. it, doesn't, so it, it doesn't work. It, it, it doesn't. No, no it does not work <sighs> for me. So just sorry, a, Gary. Yeah, just a heads up there. By the way, the show is Sound Path <laughs> for Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With us, Ben Colwell, Matt Lieberger, with us each week, ninety-seven point three Cairo News Radio. I want to give you the phone number because this way you can get on the calendar, Ben and Matt's calendar. No cost, no obligation. So why not get started on that plan that we've been talking about? 877-249-6900, We're going to get back to the show now. We're talking about, well, let's see. We talked about the catch-up contributions, stashing money in the HSA. Here's something that you really need to take advantage of and start looking at. Review your asset allocation. Yeah, this is very important. As you approach retirement, it's crucial to reassess your asset allocation. So re remember, we talked a few weeks back, the difference between diversification and asset allocation. So asset allocation are the different vehicles in which you are invested. Diversification is further deeper within those individual vehicles. So imagine if you picked stocks versus bonds, those are two different asset allocations. In stocks, diversification means you don't have all your money in one stock. Yeah. You have multiple stocks within there. So asset allocation is looking at where are your investments? How are they broken down? And you have to consider shifting your investments towards a more conservative portfolio that pri prioritizes capital preservation over aggressive growth. And I say have to, that, that's kind of average what we see. Remember that everything you choose to do and everything that we advise you as advisors takes in, into consideration your risk tolerance. And that's very important. So you want to look at diversifying investments across different asset classes to manage risk effectively while still aiming for reasonable returns. So um, Ben and I have said many times that any investment can have two out of three of these elements. One, it could be liquid or illiquid if it's not liquid, uh, but liquidity is one element. The other one has to do with growth. Uh, and the third one has to do with safe. You can't lose your principal. So you want to look at you know, something can be two out of those three, right, Ben? Something can be liquid and growth, something can be liquid and safe, and something can be safe and growth. What we look at doing is readjusting your asset allocation as you lead into retirement that includes some of all of that. And so that, that's very important to look at even leading into retirement. Well, and also don't uh, – this is where I find some financial advisors – I think fail is, is a strong word, but struggle yeah, it is. In, in this <laughs> scenario – and the reason being is that asset allocation is typically a combination of one of three things. It'll either be in cash, you'll be in bond funds, or you'll be in stocks. Yeah, they just limit it to that. 
So if you're taking a look at, okay, well, I need capital preservation. So what does that mean? I have to be in bond funds. Well, bond funds right now are one of your absolute worst investment choices. Mm-hmm. And they have been for the past year and a half. And it's not like it's a secret. When interest rates go up, bond funds all lose money. So if we're talking about capital preservation, it makes zero sense to be moving money away from stock into bond funds. Yeah, You're going from something that could potentially gain to something that has no opportunity to gain. Mm-hmm. That's That's not a good alternative. And so it's also important that you look at not just the uh, what your stockbroker can put you in, yep. but you're looking at other alternatives. And so the other one that I want to talk about here real quick is paying off debt selectively. So we've talked about this in the show a handful of times, but debt is something where we'll have clients come in saying we have to pay off all of our debt, including our mortgage before we retire. No, if you refinanced your mortgage at 2020 rates and you're at 3% on your interest, that's not a bad note to carry. Mm -hmm. You get better earn on a one year CD at 5% than your interest charges on the 3% loan you have. So no, you absolutely shouldn't be paying that debt off earlier at this point. If you have an interest rate of 8% on your mortgage, which I have no idea how you get that interest rate, but mm-hmm. maybe you look at paying it off a little bit better, but not on these, these low interest. So make sure you're managing your debt, uh, debt well. Credit card debt, get that out of there. Yeah. House debt, keep it. Yeah. And I think this is a good time to open up the phone lines. We save 10 spots every week for our listeners to call in and sit down with us. And so for the next 10 callers, again, like Ben said uh, in the last segment, our plans typically work best with those you know with over a million dollars uh, to invest, but we never turn away anyone who really wants to sit down and take a good look of where they're at. Um, so for the next 10 callers who call in, um, we're going to sit down with you. We're going to give you a complimentary second opinion uh, of what you currently have or a financial financial cult, uh, consultation uh, for, for what you ought to do as you're leading into those retirement years. Maybe you're five or 10 years out from retirement. Uh, our approach can help make a difference for you and your family by looking at your unique situation and making recommendations tailored to those specific needs. Uh, by doing this, we can do the things that we're talking about right now, help you properly rebalance your portfolio between risky and safe investments. We can help you avoid costly tax mistakes, and we can help you maximize Social Security and, and so much more. So if you call now and you set an appointment, we're going to give you a copy of Ben's book, The Little Book, of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. Uh, if you call in and our team members are on the other line, please leave a message. Someone will call you back, and uh, we look forward to talking with you. Yeah, great advice, uh, Matt. Let me give you the phone number, 877-249-6900. All starts with that phone call. Nothing changes in two the do you do that because you need a more confident plan for retirement? 877-249-6900. Our goal to show here is to help you make the best decision. Any questions about what we're talking about, how it may apply to your own situation, just call 877-249-6900. If you get the voicemail, leave a message. We'll get back to you first thing on Monday morning. 877-249-6900 because you deserve a safe, secure, stress-free retirement. No cost, no obligation. And like we talked about in the first segment, no procrastination. Do it right now. 877-249-6900. All right, we're going to go to break. Be back with more of Sound Path to Retirement with Ben and Matt in just a moment. What do you guys have up for me next? Controlling expenses in retirement can be tricky. When we come back, we'll outline several ways retirement can be a bit more expensive than you first Welcome back to the show. This is Sound Path Through Retirement. 
I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan, back with us to help you take charge of your money is Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger. Thank you for joining us. Sunday morning, 97.3 Cairo News Radio. So glad you're with us. If you're just joining us, a little bit about Ben and Matt. They have over 10 years' experience. They are fiduciaries by law. A very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor because by law they have to have the best interests of their clients. That's what I was trying to say. And all the things we talk about on the show each week are the things we know that retirees and pre-retirees, these things are on your mind because you need answers. And that's what Ben and Matt come in when you sit down with them. They'll explain this all to you in plain, plain language, plain language. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> easy for me to talk today. Uh, wealth <laughs> accumulation strategies, asset protection, long-term care, tax minimization, life insurance, and so much more. These things you're going to find out about when you sit down and talk with Ben and Matt. Let's get back into the show. Retirement can be more expensive than what people anticipate. We got some reasons why. All right, guys, let's hear about it. Well, the first reason is life expectancy. Mm -hmm. And so when you live longer than your plan shows, that becomes a, a problem. <laughs> that's a that's an issue. So long, long, long life expectancy is something that can be addressed uh, pretty adequately when it comes to your planning structure. But that is one reason why it can be expensive. You need to plan yourself to age 100. Not that you're going to live that long, but mm -hmm. you want to make sure you're not going to run out of money before you die. You know, it's interesting if you take a look at where things like Social Security came into play years and years ago, life expectancy was 67. So you were going to be on Social Security for a couple of years and then you pass away. Mm -hmm. Life expectancy now is 85, roughly. Yeah. And so that's a lot more expense that you have to be covering and more burden on Social Security, too. Except for Gary. Gary's going to live to be 150. He's yeah. going to live forever. By yeah. the way, I, I, whiskey I, and Oreos do that for yeah, you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it reminded me of the story. I'm sure I told you guys this story before. One of my favorite movies is Kingpin. And Woody Harrelson comes yeah. out of his apartment, sees an old guy sitting there smoking with oxygen on and says, how's life? He goes, taking forever. <laughs> I thought it was a great line. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, speaking of Gary living forever, uh, let's talk Social Security for a second. Uh, this is something we tend to hit on every week. Why? Because it's such a key component in retirement, uh, especially in people's plans. Social Security, some people still assume that the government benefit that they've contributed to during their entire lifetime is meant to support them in retirement. Yeah, if you're only living two more years in retirement, maybe you could get by with it, yeah. but it's not that way anymore. Uh, it's one component of retirement income. Social security is one leg. Th think of a three-legged stool. Social security is one leg. Income from you know pension plans, if you're lucky enough to have one, or annuities, or some kind of a set lifetime income, that, that's your second leg. And then income generated by savings and investment, that's your third leg. And fewer people, have the second leg these days most people just don't have pensions and, and many don't have structured uh, income other than the social security and their investments so right. this, this is stuff that as you live longer this is where ben and i come in we specialize in looking at what is your social security when should we take it what's the right plan for you and then how do we bring in if you're only working with two legs of this how do we bring in your investments and structure that in such a way to distribute monthly income to round out what you need to live right well, and this is an inevitable conversation around taxes, too. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people look at Social Security in a vacuum saying, well, what does it get me from 62 to 70? And you could talk about the 5% growth per year and 8% from full retirement to 70 and all that stuff. But the other element that tends to get left behind is the fact that Social Security is a forced taxable event. Yeah. So once you start taking it, you're going to be taxed higher. And that's another issue in retirement is just taxes in general. 
you know, everybody raise your hand if you've owned property in Seattle over the last 20 years. <laughs> what what has your tax rate done, your property tax been for the past 20 years? Yeah. I mean, I got my assessment last year and, you know, it's it's not fun. Are you sleeping better at night yet? <laughs> Still no? <laughs> the joys of homeownership in Seattle, right? It's not uh, it's not cheap. Yeah, but you got that, that big, you got that big mansion though. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got a yard at least, and that's something that's <laughs> yeah, uh, I know <laughs> that's rare nowadays. But as years go on, you know, the state of Washington they're going to keep increasing these property taxes. But even outside of that, you've got tax issues when it comes to how you draw your income and how long, if you're a married couple, you live. So yeah. one thing that typically gets left behind is the fact that when one of you passes away. You're moving from a joint filing status to a single filing status. Mm -hmm. And that arbitrarily increases your taxes considerably. Yeah. And the idea being that, oh, well, we won't spend as much. You know, if you're drawing $200,000 in income, 150, whatever it is, if one of you ends up passing away, it's not like it's going to be cut in half. You still have a mortgage. You yeah. still have your um, car expenses. You're still going to have all of those things. Yeah, it's not 50-50. No, it's not at all. I mean, food's going to be less, sure, maybe. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to be proportional to the amount of increased taxes you have with moving that filing status. So yeah. taking into consideration how you have your account set up for tax purposes is going to be crucial to mitigating this potential expense through retirement. Yeah, and I, and I think you were starting to hit on something there too when we we're talking Social Security and taxes. If you do take out early, that can change your tax plan because it's a forced taxable event for maybe doing things like Roth conversions or right. anything right. like that, right? That's yeah. part of the plan. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey guys, two comments I want to make real quick. When Social Security started in 1935, life expectancy, as you mentioned, was a lot shorter. So you're right. People lived, only lived a, a couple of years. It didn't put a strain on the system, what's happening today. And also, I, I chuckled at you owning property in the, the Seattle area because my house in Maple Valley had the smallest yard, big house, but <laughs> they call postage <laughs> stamp size lot. There was hardly any backyard. So I know exactly <laughs> what you're what you are talking touch about? Your neighbor yeah, your exactly. Honestly, goodness, I think the houses were like ten feet apart. You could actually reach out and you know, if if right. they, yeah, exactly, pretty close. By the way, the, don't uh, they charge more for that? I no. mean, because it's kind of like very friendly and cozy. No, no, they, <laughs> <laughs> but it was expensive. The show is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate Gary Nolan. With us, Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger with us each week at this time on ninety-seven point three Cairo News Radio. I want to give you the phone number again on Ben's calendar and Matt's calendar. It's vitally important that you don't delay this anymore. You need a confident plan for retirement. All starts by picking up that phone, 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. Folks at Sound Path Retirement Strategies are standing by ready to talk to you. Let's see, we hit on life expectancy, Social Security, taxes. What else do you have for me, guys? Yeah, let's look at healthcare costs for a second. And this is something we, we've we shared, I feel like the same story multiple times, but it just happened to me again last week mm. where someone came in and we were planning out their retirement till age 100. And they looked and said, why do I need any money planned for age 100? Like first, let's just stop me at like 85, which if they turn 86 and they're living on the street or calling Gary for some donuts. <laughs> calling Gary. Yeah, yeah. Call, calling Gary. Yeah, I'll help but you also, also they said, let's just front load it because I'm going to be traveling when I first retire yeah. and that's going to be my fun time. So what, like, let's spend the money while I have it. And they didn't think about that. Yeah, as you get older, you're traveling less, but your medical expenses generally go up. So uh, as people age, healthcare expenses tend to increase. Medical treatments, medications, 
long-term care, it, it, it can be a significant financial burden in retirement if you front-loaded your retirement with all your money and saved nothing for later. So this is really a huge reason why Ben and I, we plan retirements till age 100, and we structure it in such a way that you don't deal with income volatility. We pick a number that works, that works to have fun too. Um, and, and it increases with inflation, cost of living all the way up. So you have constant money coming in when you travel, travel. When you're older and you need some more help in medical, have some more help with medical. Well, and what you mentioned there is the big one is that medical inflation is typically higher than consumer inflation. Yeah. And so front loading and then assuming, oh, I can I can do just fine with a drop down in you know, 15 years after I'm done traveling. Well, all of a sudden you're finding medical pinch is significantly more expensive than what your travel costs are. So I, I like to look at that conversation is like a seesaw mm-hmm. is when you first retire, you have high, high travel, you know, high fun stuff and low medical cost. Yep. As you get older, that seesaw starts to even out. And then all of a sudden you're doing no travel, but high medical cost. So yeah, it's not quite a, a an easy drop down. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can be mm-hmm. depending on the, the overall um, asset balance and your other hedges. But you definitely need to take into consideration the fact that it's going to get more expensive. Sometimes when it's not like an easy down, you mentioned seesaw. It's like, you know, when Gary and I go out and play on the seesaw <laughs> out here and then he just jumps off of it and I fall straight down. Well, I'm yeah, too heavy. I'm too, I weigh too much. I saw a video of a husband and a wife on a seesaw somewhere and <laughs> it, it was one that pivots. And so he brought his wife over, pivoted over the lake that was right next to it and Uh-oh. then lowered her into the water slowly. <laughs> oh, Are they still married? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I, I'd assume not. <laughs> uh, well, and talking about healthcare, let's talk about the elephant in the room in most rooms, which is long-term care. Mm-hmm. Long-term care is, of course, the the concern that you're going to have a healthy body, but a deteriorating uh, mental state. That's the most expensive long-term care state. So that's like Alzheimer's, healthy body and Alzheimer's. It's going to last a long time and it's going to be expensive. Now, Long-term care solutions are where they would help you to cover the cost of what that might look like. You know, Morningstar did a study back in 2020 about the average cost of long-term care, and it's like $300,000, $350,000 if you've got you know healthy body and Alzheimer's. It can be really expensive. But there's not a huge percent chance of you lasting to the point where you're going to have that type of an exposure. And so a lot of times insurance companies, in my opinion, are a bit deceptive and how they portray this information. So it's important to cover to cover it and to talk through it. But I typically say if you have enough money to cover long-term care costs, a long-term care policy, then you probably don't need it. If you need a long-term care policy, you probably couldn't afford it. So it's important to look at this in a real specific viewpoint for you, what your exposure is and how you could end up covering that cost. But honestly, this is where you know we kind of step in. As advisor, SoundPath Retirement, we are all fiduciaries. So we can only act in the best interest of our clients. And I truly believe there are better answers out there than the generic, let's go to bond funds or let's just buy a long-term care policy just in case. And so we always open up 10 slots for the radio show for listeners to come in for a completely complimentary meeting to talk about how to get a secure and independent retirement. You know, we, we focus on conversations revolving around how do you prepare and handle things like inflation or stock market volatility. Taxation is always a huge one that typically gets left behind. Now, you worked hard for your money, and you know, we want to help work for you to help get it protected and growing still, and then achieving your overall goals. So if you call in, then we'll sit down, 
either remote or in person, and we'll get you some of these better answers on what your retirement will look like and what your your real holes are, or what your major issues might look like so that we can help plan around that. Now, if you call in and you go to voicemail, leave a message, we'll call you back as soon as we can, but we'll get in, we'll start this conversation and get you into a, a retirement plan that works for you. Did you say inflation? <laughs> that's the word of the day. Congratulations. That's, 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 a drinking word. <laughs> that's the word of the day. You know, we don't hear enough about inflation. We need to talk more about that. Uh, anyway, what, what, what. <laughs> but, but seriously, folks, uh, first step, sit down with the financial coach, sit down with Ben and Matt. And if something we talk about resonates with you, you feel need to get that second opinion. I want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals. The very important risk tolerance we talk about, just get on the phone right now, pick up the phone. Do not procrastinate. Like we talked about in the first segment here today. 877-249-6900 all starts with that phone call because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement stress-free peace of mind no cost no obligation what are you waiting for 877-249-6900 one more time on the number before we go to break 877-249-6900 all right we're going to take that break back with more of ben and matt and sound path to retirement in just a moment what do you guys have for me next Time once again for listener questions. That and more when we come right back. Welcome back to the show. This is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Back with us to help you take charge of your money is Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger. With us each week at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. I want to thank you for joining us, spending Part of your weekend with us. So glad you're here. A little bit about Ben and Matt. If you are just joining us over 10 years experience, they are fiduciaries, which means by law has to have the best interest of their clients. A very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. It, the reason is they're not just, you know, pedal. They don't just pedal products at you. They have to, you know, by law, give you the best advice. And that's what they do every time when you meet with them. And the things that are on your mind, we know these things are vitally important to you as a retiree, pre-retiree. Uh, retirement income strategies, wealth accumulation, asset protection, long-term care. We talked about a lot of this stuff on the show already today. So we've got some questions from our listeners. Let's go to, let's see what we have here. Diane in West Seattle. I have a steady stream of income, but given that I recently hit my 73rd birthday, I need to take RMDs. I'm worried about the tax spike. Are there ways to avoid this? Diane, great question. That's a question that uh, many of our uh People that come sit down with us do ask about uh, these RMDs, these required minimum distributions. If you're listening and didn't know what an RMD was, uh, th there are a couple things you can look at doing. One has to do with Roth conversions uh, to cover future RMDs. Uh, another uh, idea has to do with perhaps you want to gift uh, your RMDs to, say, your favorite nonprofit or charity. Uh, there are qualified distributions you can do uh, with that as well to, to cover those. So there's a few options. You know, if if you say, hey, I, I, I don't want to give this money away to charity. It's mine. And, you know, I haven't done any Roth conversions leading up to this. Like, what do I do now? You know, in, in that point, you know, we do have some people that simply take the RMDs out. Yes, it's a forced tax taxable event. But then we can reinvest that money and you have a new cost basis at that point. We can look at options like that as well. Yeah. And if that money is going to go to your beneficiaries eventually anyway, then paying the taxes now, reinvesting it in a non-qualified account, those beneficiaries can step up that basis at the point of passing. So yeah. it becomes actually more beneficial to them in some ways than a traditional IRA. Yeah. All right. The RMDs generally start, what, around 4% and, and increase each year? Something like that. Is that correct around there? 
Uh, well, yeah, it's it's taking the total amount, dividing it by like 27 point something or another, and then it keeps on. And then it increases all the way till age 115. I know. I yeah, saw that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But and, and also, so if this if Diane did a Roth conversion now, she's 73 already and is required to take the RMDs. So it would be future RMDs. The, the first year she'd have to pay the RMDs, correct? Because you can't you can't do it yeah. after the fact. Am I right? Yeah, you can't do a conversion on your RMDs to Roth. That's a question we typically get. Well, I've got $20,000 I have to pay taxes on. Let's do a conversion for that 20000 to Roth. Well, it doesn't work that way. The okay. government doesn't allow it. So All you right. still have to take 20000 Any other Roth conversions is additional to that. All right. Terrific. All right, Diane, thank you very much. Our next question comes from Jack. Wait a minute. Did we just have Jack and Diane? Jack and Diane. <laughs> uh, sing a little ditty for us. Yeah. Gosh, who did this? That's crazy. I love that. All right, let's go to Jack in uh, Woodenville. I'm 57 with $285,000 in a brokerage account, about the same amount in my 401k. Now, I'm currently maxing out the amount I can put into my employer's retirement plan. However, with the market continuing to going down, I wonder if I should just keep it, you know, keep more in cash. I understand that the market, uh, with the market down, I'm, essentially buying shares on sale, but as the price continues to fall, I won't have that long to recoup the losses due to my age. Any thoughts? We get this all the time too, don't we? We get this question a lot. Yeah. And it depends on the retirement date really. But the truth is that you're at the age where, you know, Jack, you need to start looking at diversifying away some of that risk for retirement purposes. Now that doesn't mean that your 401k, you should be sitting on the sideline in cash. You know, when it comes to investing, traditionally people run into one of two problems and fear and greed, you know, fear keeps you out of the market when you should be in greed keeps you in the market when you should be out. And so in this scenario, you need to look at the total amount that you have, which I think you were saying was right around like 600,000 or so. And when is your retirement date and what's your income structure going to look like at the point of retirement and how much income do you need? That will determine what you should be doing with all of these contributions. And so likely what you would want to do is take some of this money, this already taxed money, so the brokerage account, and front load your income with that. So that way we can artificially lower what your uh, your taxable income is going to be. And then at the, that point, you can start doing some Roth conversions and other things. So likely you'd want to use your 285 to on the brokerage side to help structure that income base. And then that's what's going to be diversified into different vehicles than stocks. And allow your 401k to be contributing and dollar cost averaging as the stock market keeps going down and buying at cheaper spots to then have that be your stock exposure. So again, this is one of the major uh, questions and uh, formulas that we do when we talk with clients is how do we end up creating what that looks like? And what are the pros and cons looking holistically at a plan as opposed to just how does each individual investment work within itself? So, uh, yeah, keep keep investing, but make sure you have the right balance for what your retirement date looks like. All right, Jack, Diane, thank you for your questions. I wonder if they're married. Let's get them together. What do you? Yeah, <laughs> you how, far, how far away from West Seattle is Jack? <laughs> well, it, talking about um, RMDs, that age difference throws yeah, you into a right, different yeah. well, bracket you never know. with <laughs> RMDs as well. Who, who are we to judge? Anyway, I well, want to. Not saying that's bad. Just yeah, saying no, that it's nothing wrong more with expensive. That. <laughs> I want to give you the phone number so you get on uh, Matt and Ben's calendar because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. So seriously, Jack, Diane, and everybody else listening today, here's that phone number because you really should get a hold of uh, Ben and Matt. 877-249-6900. They're standing by at SoundPath Retirement Strategies. 877-249-6900. And if you get the voicemail, uh, they'll get back to you first thing on Monday morning. Thank you for joining us, spending part of your Sunday morning with us, 97.3 Cairo News Radio. The show is Soundpath to Retirement with Ben Coble and Matt Lieberger. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. 
All right, let's uh, keep going with the questions that came to us today. Daniel in Ballard, Retirement 101 question. What, when people give the general goal for retirement is 75 to 80% of your working income, is that net or gross? And is that still hold true? It's funny, I've never heard that question before. <laughs> yeah, I've I've had people come in and have this 80% idea in their, their mind. So it sounds like Daniel's got 75 to 80 or, or, or what have you. But it, first of all, just to answer the question, the answer is gross. The question is that net or gross. When I hear people talk about that, they're talking gross. However, let me just reject retirement 101 for, for just a second. <laughs> um, it, it, well, and Daniel, you ended up asking, does that still hold true? I, I don't believe it does. And this is just simply from what I see in the faces and what I hear from the words of my clients when they sit down. I have people that when they plan for retirement, as they're leading up, they could be making all kinds of different variable amounts of money to live on and and they're on budgets and they're they're saving for retirement in order to hit a goal income in retirement to be happy and not go back to work and that's the key what is that income level i don't care whether that's 70 percent or 85 percent of what you're making right now uh, as an example i had someone come in maybe two weeks ago now and they're looking at retiring and they're making between 450 to 500 thousand dollars a year and they're saving a lot in retirement, they have no need to have 75 to 85% of that. You know, for them, they're going to look at a third yeah. of that. And, and, and that's more than enough for them. So the, the key is do what you need to do and plan how you need to plan leading into retirement, right? Come sit down with Ben and myself and let's create a plan to get you to that income you need to be happy in retirement. All right, let's uh, squeeze in one more question. Catherine in Monroe, after seeing my folks struggle through retirement with their retirement, my partner and I have cracked down significantly, and despite being a minimum of 22 years from retirement, we're saving 20% of our earnings and dedicating it to our retirement savings. I'm 38, my partner is 35. Are we doing... Are we being too rigid about this? I, well, I don't. you got to enjoy your life, but that sounds like a great yeah. start, don't you think? Yeah, it's it's a balance and it's trade-offs. I, I mean, you'll hear us say this multiple times on the show is that there's not really good or bad decision points. There's just trade-offs on it. So sometimes clients will come to me and they've got almost nothing safe for retirement and they're 65 years old. Well, they made trade-offs earlier in their life. And the trade-off is that now they're going to have to live with them what Social Security can do. Yeah. On this side of this, um, Catherine, you guys have made a trade-off that you're sacrificing now to have what will likely be a significantly better retirement than it would have otherwise. And sometimes we have clients that actually get more money in retirement than they did working because they did a great job saving. Now, the one thing you want to make sure that you're avoiding in terms of this rigidity is that, of course, you're not living on ramen, uh, that you're not doing memory building things with family and all of those. And that's time you're never going to get back. And we don't know what health looks like. Uh, but the other side of this is once you turn the corner, and you get to a point where you are uh, retired, sometimes it makes it really difficult to actually spend that money. So you know, make sure that you're budgeting in a way that makes financial sense to where you're going to have a reasonable you know, expectation of what your retirement income is, but also being able to live and do what you want to do now. Yeah, I, th I think I would throw in one other thing, and that comes from uh, our weekly joke that we all wear marriage counseling hats as well. You know, uh, the, the Really, Catherine, something with you and your partner is, also, I'd ask, are you on the same page? You're you're both in your 30s right. and you have a you have a while till retirement. And if you're both on the same page, you have the same goals and you're having fun, great. If you need to make sure you, like Ben said, you don't sacrifice those memory building times with each other and with family, well then then talk about that as well. But 
you know, th th these are all great questions. And if, if what we're talking about has struck a chord with you and you're listening right now and you want to be certain that you're on the right path, on your own path, you know, give us a call. Uh, we always keep a few openings in our calendar. We keep 10 each week for our listeners. I don't know how much has been filled up so far, but uh, if you want to sit down, what we're going to do, we're going to sit down with you as your fiduciary advisor. We're going to make sure you understand where you're at and options that you have so you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. So throughout the years of serving the community, uh, we found a lot of folks don't really have a true understanding of three key things. One, they don't know how much they're paying in fees and commissions for their current advisors. And this is something we'll, we'll look at for you. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest egg. I just had somebody literally yesterday come in and thought that they were conservative. And we looked at their four main uh, investment uh, and they, they were all high risk, high growth and 99% were in pure stocks. So this is stuff we'll look at. Uh, and then the third one is a lot of people don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. So for the next 10 callers, uh, who give a call in. If you call in, we're going to give you a copy of Ben Koval's book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. That's going to give you good insight into the philosophy that we have here at SoundPath Retirements. Um, so give us a call. If you call in and our team members are on with the other line with other people, please feel free to leave a message. Someone will get right back to you. And we look forward to talking with you. All right. Great advice, Matt. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Nothing happens till you pick up the phone, punch those numbers in because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. Peace of mind, stress-free. Let Ben and Matt take the worry out of it for you. All right. Our goal at the show is to help you make the best decision. Any questions about what we're talking about, how it may apply to your own situation, the number is 877-249-6900. The folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies are standing by waiting for your call. 877-249-6900. Do it today. Do not procrastinate. Well, the show has flown right on by. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. We hope you found the information we presented helpful. And look forward to all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics, new questions right here on Sound Path Through Retirement. Guys, I enjoyed it as always. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and I'll uh, talk to you next week. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. All content is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decisions, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or indication or future results. Opinions expressed are solely those of SoundPath Retirement Strategies and staff. The information discussed has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed as to accuracy and completeness and does not purport to be a complete analysis of the materials discussed. The information contained herein should in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of the state other than the state of Washington or where otherwise legally permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires the review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizons. Investing always involves risk and the possible loss of capital. SoundPath Retirement Strategies is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Advisory services offered through SoundPath Retirement Strategies, an investment advisor in the state of Washington.